Hey, what's up, beloveds? Before we get into tonight's Bible study, let's pray before we slay. Heavenly Father, thank you for another word. I reduce myself humbly at your feet and I ask for the presence of your Holy Spirit. Flow through me that I would be an oracle of your truth, your love, your statutes. Let this message resonate with a hearer that they would become a doer. Transmute my words with clarity and discernment. Father, we choose to be disciples, earnestly seeking to understand you, your ways, your love. Come into our hearts and forgive us of our sins. Teach us to be just as compassionate as you are merciful. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over each and every listener on this podcast. May your angels take charge of their every step. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, beloveds, my believers, God's high achievers, let's get into tonight's Bible study. You know, I'm going to read the entire chapter here. Because it's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite. And this particular version, it varies from the King James version just slightly. You better believe I found myself another Bible. So I'm like, oh, how can I get into here and <laughs> extract a message of inspiration for God's beautiful divine nation? Okay. Psalm 91. You guys know. This particular passage, in certain Bibles, in my Bible, it says the security of the godly. This prayer, this scripture, this psalm, it speaks to who God is. To us, I want you to really pay attention to the last three verses. This is a prayer of protection. This is my absolute favorite scripture. This scripture changed my life. My mother sent me this scripture when I was 28. I was struggling with alcoholism and cocaine abuse. She didn't know about the cocaine, but she knew about the alcohol. And I, I got to a point in my life that not only was I just so ashamed of my behavior that I couldn't stop doing that which I despised, but I finally got to the point where I was ready to confess my sins, my depravities to someone. And that someone was my mother. And I sent her a picture of me when I was an absolute wreck. I mean, it was definitely a cry for help, a call for help. Those of you that don't know, my mother is 
a preacher's daughter, you know, so even though, you know, I I had been in church my entire life, when you're in church, it's different than when you are in the world and you're an adult and you start to experience these different trials and tribulations, right? So she sent me Psalm 91. I hope I don't get like teary-eyed right now. But I was so moved because when I opened my Bible, when I opened my Bible, guys, guess what I saw? It read in that particular Bible at the top, because Bibles vary, right? But at the top, it was entitled The Security of the Godly. And I was so overwhelmed in love I was so overwhelmed that she could still consider me a godly person I had just I just showed her I just revealed to her a truth that I was hiding from everyone for probably a decade I let her see me at my rock bottom and she sent me a scripture (laughs) that says the security of the godly and I felt the furthest thing from that you see that's what the devil likes to do the devil likes to condemn you especially when you're ready to go to God when you are ready to confess your sins when you are ready to be saved when you are seeking deliverance for yourself Yeah, he came in and made me feel this shame. But when I read this scripture, guys, I felt God move in me, telling me that I know you, my daughter, and I know that you love me, and I love you too. I will deliver you because you, you love me. Even in your sin, you love me. And because of that, I will be your savior forever. So let's get into it. Listen, I'm not going to cry on here. What are you guys doing to me? Gosh. All right, here we go. (laughs) He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, who abides in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked because you have made the Lord your refuge, the most high, your habitation. No evil shall befall you, 
no scourge come near your tent, for he will give his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he cleaves to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. He's talking to you. Verse 14 through 16, that is God talking to you. Because he cleaves to me in love, because he loves me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him. I will honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. This is why it's so critical that you study your word. People wonder why I'm so confident. I know this verse. I know it. I know the promises over my life as it pertains to me that God has spoken. And that's he will protect me. He will deliver me. He will honor me. God cannot lie, my friends. He can't. He has no reason to lie. What are we going to do to him? (laughs) Don't make me come up there, Jesus. (laughs) Listen, God has no reason to lie. He can't lie. Because when he speaks, he manifests. So this word is a truth that I hope you sow within the confines of your spirit. Whenever adversity, trials, and tribulation come for you, I need you to know that God will protect you because you know him. He will deliver you because you love him. He will satisfy you. He will honor you. Are you hearing me? Our God prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies to honor us. There is nothing that you can go through on this earth that would negate his promises over our life. That he will protect, he will provide, he will save. He is our father. And because you love him, You have promises that no man, no demon can alter. If God be for you, who can be against you and triumph, boo? No one. When you read Psalm 91, read it with a heart that is receptive to these truths about you. Read it knowing that you 
were born triumphant because God is for you. He knows your name. He knows your past. He knows your future. He knows your perfections. He knows your iniquities. He knows the glory in your story. He knows the things that bring you to a place of shame and guilt. He knows all of these things, but because you cleave to him in love, because you love him, he will love you and carry you throughout your entire life and into infinity, boo. Forever. This is your promise forever. So when you do get to the point that you have to call to him, know that you are calling on the creator who has already promised you, apportioned you the victory. He will send his angels to come for you and comfort you. Yes, they will come for you and they will comfort you. That's how much he is in love with you. You are the extension of the highest majesty possible. He will send a host of angels to deliver you, to guide you, to protect you. You are never alone in anything. God is closer than your very breath. And because of that, You have benefits that supersede this earthly realm. Are you getting that? See, though you are in the world, you are not of it. The most high is your habitation. Therefore, no evil shall befall you. When you get to pestilence in here because someone asked me about pestilence okay it's a plague it's everything we've been going through the past what three years right this was written before covid guys (laughs) that's why it says he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence he will cover you see some people were called home during covid Some of us got sick. I got sick. But guess what? Though the weapon formed, it did not prosper. Glory, hallelujah. What? That's the God we serve. Because he covered you under his wings where you found refuge. Even if you got sick, he was faithful to deliver you, didn't he? Man, I remember I caught Delta. Oh my goodness. I think Delta was the the second strain of COVID. Very, very, um, wow. That was a scary one for me because I grew up and grew out of having asthma. And I woke up one day 
And you guys should already know I have slight OCD. So I don't really let people touch me. And <laughs> I'm not a hugger, you know, unless I, I'm really, really down for you, you know. But yeah, so I woke up one day and I was in shock because I'm like, yo, I've been protecting myself. And all of a sudden, I just have all of this mucus in my chest. I mean, there were no symptoms prior to that, which is scary. You know, you guys know how you get sick and you start to get, you know, a, a stuffy nose or a headache or a scratchy throat. I didn't have any of that. I just woke up with all this mucus in my lungs. And I was like, oh my God. And God's like, yes, I am here. Because I was by myself and I wasn't in my house. I was in my office because I literally separated myself from everyone because I didn't want to get sick. (laughs) Yeah, I was basically living in my office. (laughs) I'm like, listen, I don't want to get sick. So I pretty much confined myself and still ended up getting sick anyway. And when I was like, oh, my God, you know, um, God was like, yes. I'm here, you know, because my concern was the hospitals were overwhelmed, you know? So if I needed somebody to see me, wow, that would have been an issue. There were no beds. And for me, my brain went there because I was in the ICU for pneumonia when I was a kid. And I remember them putting all these needles in me and putting uh, an oxygen tank with a mask on me in my room and stuff. And I just had that thought and it scared me. I said, oh my God, I, you know, I don't have my family out here. I live in California, but I'm from Ohio. So both of my parents are in Ohio. You know, I don't have a girlfriend out here. I don't have... Um, even a best friend out here, guys. I literally work my behind off. I tend to my clients and I come home. So I'm thinking to myself, oh my, all I got is God. And he said, yes, that's right. And that's enough because he proved himself to be my refuge, my healer, Jehovah Rapha. I get excited when I say Rapha. Can you guys tell? Okay, so, yeah, he <laughs> he will give his angels charge over you, my friends. No matter what situation you're in, God is there. And he has promises that will not return void. To protect, to deliver, to honor, to save to satisfy all of those things he has promised you. So no matter what you go through, if you need a reminder of who God is for you, read Psalm 91 and be encouraged, son. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. I love you so very much. We're still growing. We're still glowing. We are in over 30 countries. Can you believe that? 
It's only been a little over a year, so I'm proud of that number. That's two countries a month. Share the podcast with a friend. You never know who might need a little bit of supplication, motivation, and funny yet sporadic conversation. (laughs) I will talk to you soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit, and we are the Black Sheep Believers. Ciao.